At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. What's up, everybody? This is Stephen A. Smith, host of the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast. Tune in every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday at the very least as I bring you all new episodes that feature the biggest headlines in the world of sports, pop culture, business, and I answer your phone calls and respond to your tweets. You'll hear my unfiltered opinions and straight-shooter interviews with top celebrities and game changers. All that and more. So listen to the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast on the iHeartRadio app. Apple Podcast or wherever you get your podcast. This is VEASAN Daily Morning Bets. Here is your host, Josh Applebaum. Hello and welcome to VEASAN Daily Morning Bets, a quick 15-minute podcast highlighting the top games and biggest line moves that bettors need to know about each day. Today is Wednesday, December 21st. Game of the Night. For the game of the night, we're going to go bowling down to New Orleans for the New Orleans Bowl. 9 p.m. Eastern time, the only bowl game in town. Uh, Kicks off 9 p.m. on ESPN. Currently, South Alabama facing Western Kentucky. South Alabama is listed as a four-point neutral site favorite with a total of 57. Going into this matchup, both teams playing well down the stretch. Western Kentucky finished the regular season 8-5. They won three of their last four games. And they beat uh, FAU in a thriller, 32-31 to in the regular season finale. Now they're going to face South Alabama, 10-2. They went 5-0 down the stretch, and they just beat Old Dominion 27-20 to uh, in their regular season finale. Now we've seen a lot of interesting line movement on the South Alabama-Western Kentucky game. Uh, so we actually opened this game, South Alabama at some shops, minus 5, uh, 7-point favorite. I even saw an opener close to a 9-point favorite here. And we've seen this line get all the way down to South Alabama minus four. If you just look back uh, the last 24 hours or so, yesterday we had South Alabama laying four and a half, uh, even five at some shops. Now you're down to four. So a lot of movement has been toward um, uh, toward Western Kentucky in this one with South Alabama, again, opening anywhere between a three or anywhere between a five, seven, or nine point favorite. And now we're all the way down to four. And again, late movement to me, you'll get really game day movement when the limits are raised and big bets come in, but it's really kind of the way a line trends to me. It's notable. And all this movement has been trending toward the dog with Western Kentucky. Now this movement is notable in and of itself. Uh, obviously you get to this time of year. There's so much data on both of these teams that when the odds makers set a number, that's a pretty strong number. Uh, and they're going to move it obviously uh, based on some respected money coming in. Uh, that's going to force them to adjust it. But what's notable to me is, aside from the line move, that this is a 50-50 ticket split. Public really doesn't know what to do here. They know South Alabama's had the better record. They've won five straight. Uh, but they're also wary of Western Kentucky, who, are, who is, uh, is known for their uh, their air raid offense. And you just saw Bailey Zappi get drafted by the Patriots. This is a team that, uh, again, can really throw the ball quite a bit through the air. So the fact that you have 50-50 betting yet such a big move toward South Alabama, uh, or sorry, toward Western Kentucky as the dog, Tells me you are taking in some Western Kentucky money here, uh, especially when they're anything you know above a four and a half. Bring it back down to four now at this point. Now you have seen bowl game dogs seven and five ATS. You look at uh, yesterday. You actually had uh, both of the dogs cover with Liberty 
only losing by two to Toledo. That was a money line bet on Toledo for me. Uh, it's again, that's why I like go money line instead of uh, laying the points there. Toledo wins, but doesn't cover. Then you had Eastern Michigan as a dog also. Uh, they're, they're like plus four and a half down to three and a half. We talked about some respect to money on Emu in that one, which came through. So long story short, you've seen these dogs bark a little bit. Uh, also would qualify as a severe line move. This is just, this is a system I've leaned on quite a bit. But if you are a team, it could be dog or favorite, but you just take in at least two points of movement in your direction. Over the last five years, those teams are 58% against the spread with a return on investment of almost 11%. So that would match uh, here with Western Kentucky as well. In Western Kentucky, uh, they're averaging 36 points a game versus 32 for South Alabama. Now, South Alabama has the edge defensively, only giving up 19 a game versus 24. Uh, but I would lean here with the points on uh, on Western Kentucky, the late movement, uh, as well as that 50-50 ticket split, yet you're seeing the move in favor of this bowl game dog. And bowl game dogs, again, 7-5 and five ATS. But really, it's kind of the dog that can score. You know, if I'm going to dog, uh, I want a dog that, you can either, that can either backdoor cover or have enough offense throughout the game to kind of keep this thing close. So uh, the fact that you have Western Kentucky, a passing team, averaging 36 points a game, maybe you score enough to, hear, to keep this thing uh, within the number. Now, we have seen a little bit of money to this under, which is interesting. You know, both teams are averaging over 30 points a game, but this total did open around 60. You're down to 57. This will be played at the Caesars Superdome, home of the Saints. Uh, and if you look at... Um, uh, you look at the the uh, the total here. It has fallen despite the fact that you're getting 67% of bets uh, on the over. So we have heavy betting over, yet the total fell. Looks like a little bit of a sharp uh, sharp underplay here. And we have seen the totals in bowl games thus far eight and four uh, to the under. Now, one reason to kind of wrap this thing up is uh, to look at kind of the line movement and your perspective on this game is the quarterback uh, of Western Kentucky, Austin Reed. Now, Austin Reed is second in the nation in passing yards. He's thrown for over 4,000 passing yards, 36 touchdowns. One of the reasons why we saw this line open so big and why it's moved so much toward Western Kentucky is that when this game actually came out, Austin Reed was actually in the transfer portal. So uh, I think when the oddsmakers set this number, as when it was as high as, you know, minus 7, minus 9, they were expecting Austin Reed not to play. But in a very um, kind, of, kind of rare scenario here, typically people opt out, they don't play, uh, Austin Reed changed his mind. Uh, he went from opting out and not playing to then reversing his decision and saying that he is going to play. So I think that's kind of uh, puts a bow and ribbon on this game, just knowing that, hey, the line was so high because the star quarterback was expected not to play. Well, boom, he is going to play, uh, which is why you're seeing uh, most notably uh, this line come back toward Western Kentucky. So uh, Western Kentucky now getting four. We have seen this total fall a bit. Uh, this will be your sweat of the night, uh, game of the night here, 9 o'clock on ESPN, the New Orleans Bowl. And by the way, got to get to New Orleans. I went to Jazz Fest. Uh, with my sister back in 2017. It was awesome. Uh, get your beignets, listen to some good music, uh, chill on Frenchman Street. Uh, and true story, I was walking down Bourbon Street, and I ran into uh, Rob Ryan. Not Rex Ryan, Rob Ryan. Big guy, long beard. We were both uh, drinking something uh, in the street, and I turned right around, and I was like, to my sister, I'm like, that's Rob Ryan. So true story, I bumped into Rob Ryan on Bourbon Street uh, a few years ago. But anyway, uh, that's, your, that's your New Orleans Bowl uh, for tonight. Best of the rest. Now for the best of the rest, let's go to the NBA with one matchup that really intrigued me tonight, 7 p.m. game between the Milwaukee Bucks and the Cleveland Cavaliers. Now, currently you have the Cleveland Cavaliers listed as a two-point home favorite with a total of 217. Coming into this matchup, this could be a possible Eastern Conference Finals. Obviously, the Celtics will have something to say about that. But Milwaukee, 22-8. They've won three of their last four. They just beat the New Orleans Pelicans, 128-119, winning outright as a one-point road dog. Now they're facing Cleveland, 
who Cleveland's having a really good year that picked up Donovan Mitchell in a trade. You have a very young core of high draft picks. But you're 21 and 11. You've won four straight here for the, the Cleveland Cavs, and they just beat Utah 122 to 99, easily covering as a seven point home favorite. Uh, by the way, Cleveland is on a, a uh, prolonged home uh, home streak here, uh, and also you have Milwaukee on a on a road uh, a road spin here. Uh, so that's something to also keep in mind. Kind of the way the schedule is is shaking out. Milwaukee's on the road trip. Cleveland playing, I think their second or third here straight at home. Uh, but what's notable to me with this line move is the line going to Cleveland. It's not the size of the move here for Cleveland. Like the Cavs open minus one and a half at home. Now you're up to minus two. So obviously you're seeing the little bit of movement here toward Cleveland. It's not like a 10-point steam move or anything. Uh, but moving to Cleveland. But it's notable because Cleveland is actually the very unpopular favorite tonight. You're getting 70% of bets saying, hey, oddsmakers, you guys are crazy. You're giving me points with the Milwaukee Bucks. The wrong team is favored. I'll take the Bucks all day with the points. So uh, the public is all over Milwaukee. Yet, this looks like a position here where where uh, the oddsmakers are taking a lot of respective money on Cleveland because Cleveland only getting 30% of bets, but yet you're seeing the line move in their favor. Why are the oddsmakers giving out uh, an additional half point to the public when they're already betting Milwaukee to begin with? So this would classify as a reverse line move when the betting line moves in the opposite direction of the betting percentages. It's one of the easiest and best sharp money indicators, but also a fade the trendy dog play. You know, as a contrarian data-driven better, I like the gross dogs. They look like they have no shot. Those are the teams that are really undervalued. When you are a dog, you become very popular, you lose your value. You become trendy. So it looks like Milwaukee is kind of a too-good-to-be-true fishy dog here. Um, I'd be leaning toward laying the points or going money line with Cleveland in this spot. Cleveland is only getting 30% of bets, but 66% of the money. So that's a pretty good low bets, higher dollar bet split. It's also kind of fishy. You know, why is a 21-11 and team favored over a 22-8 and team? You know, Milwaukee has the better record. Shouldn't they be favored? So kind of smell a rat on that one. Now, Chris Middleton expected to miss this game. So maybe that's one of the reasons why Cleveland is a slight favorite. Obviously, you get the home court as well, uh, but no Middleton for the Bucks. Then also, if you look at the metrics, Cleveland's actually the better team. Uh, they're number 10 offensively. Milwaukee is number 16. They're number one defensive efficiency. Milwaukee is number three. And Cleveland is 15-2 and two at home. They've been a great home team overall. So kind of a fishy public all over Milwaukee. Line creeping up slightly to the Cavs. I'd be looking to fade the trendy dog and back the Cavs here on the money line tonight. Football season is the best time of year to become a VEASAN Pro subscriber. Get access to hourly pro tips, best bets from VEASAN experts, daily articles, power rankings, and expanded digital content and tools to help you become a better better. Just go to VEASAN.com slash subscribe for more information. Josh's Sweats. For Josh's Sweats, my first sweat of the night, let's go to a sport we haven't hit on yet. The NHL. I'm a puckhead. A uh, big night in the NHL uh, tonight here with seven games overall. And I'm going to go to the Dallas Stars. Give me the Dallas Stars on the money line uh, around a minus 140. This is a 9.30 p.m. game tonight on TNT. A couple things to like about the Dallas Stars in this one. Number one, line movement. The Stars opened around a minus 130 home favorite. We've seen them get steamed up now to minus 140. Uh, a couple system matches here. If you look at favorites off a win, 180 and 99, 65% this season. Uh, if you also look at a home favorite with a line move in their direction, 132 and 65, 67%. So a couple matches there with Dallas. Also, Dallas playing better as of late. They've won three of their last four. Edmonton, by the way, has lost three straight. And both teams offensively averaging 3.6 goals a game, but a big advantage here defensively for the Dallas Stars, one of the stingiest defensive teams. They're only giving up 2.8 goals a game this year versus 3.5 for the Edmonton Oilers. 
Uh, Dallas is 15 and six as a favorite, nine three and three at home. So the Stars have been great at home and when they're expected to win, they typically do. And look at the penalty kill here. Uh, you know, Edmonton's got this lethal offense here with McDavid and Drysaitel. Uh, but if you look at the penalty kill, uh, if you have Edmonton on the power play, pretty good penalty kill here for Dallas if you're going to bank on that special teams. 83% kill rate here versus just 73% for Edmonton. So we have a short line move, uh, kind of a respectable number here. Dallas at home, only minus 140. Line move in their favor, a couple betting system matches, playing better hockey as of late, better special teams, and good as a favorite and good at home. So I'm going to back Dallas in this one, minus 140. And I would say, don't be surprised if you see quite a few goals in this one. Uh, the total open at 6.5. It's juiced up over, 6.5 over, minus 120. Like, it may even get to 7. Typically, you don't really see 7s in hockey totals because uh, you're going to get hit with a lot of buyback on the under 7. So they'll just probably just keep juicing up this over 6.5. But Edmonton this year, they're 21-10 and 10 to the over. Uh, one of the best over teams in the NHL. Score a lot, give up a lot here. But my one play, give me the Dallas Stars on the money line, minus 140. Now for my last sweat of the night, uh, let's hit on all the sports. Let's make sure we uh, we circle the market here on everything that's going on tonight. But uh, let's go to a afternoon, 4 o'clock, college basketball game. This one caught my eye, George Mason against Old Dominion. Now I'm going to go um, Old Dominion here on the money line. I'm going to go Old Dominion on the money line right now. They are about a minus 140 on the, on the, uh, on the price here. But a couple reasons why I like this Old Dominion play. Uh, number one is it's a very obscure game with a line move. So no one woke up today, you know, a couple days out before Christmas and said, hey, it's a Wednesday. I can't wait to bet George Mason Old Dominion. Again, we have so much going on right now, bowl games, obviously NBA, NHL. Uh, there is a big slate tonight, over 70 games in college, but it's not like this is a heavily bet game where the public is, you know, laser focused on George Mason Old Dominion. So I always like to look at line moves in games that are very low bet that really the public doesn't even know about or care about, but yet they're taking in a line move because that tells me that pros have targeted the game. They actually notice the discrepancy between what they have set as numbers and what the odds makers are allow, are, are putting out there posting. So what I call is kind of these obscure line moves. Uh, you do have a match here on Old Dominion. Old Dominion opened as a two-point favorite, excuse me, a two-point favorite at home. And we've seen Old Dominion get, Old Dominion get bet up to minus two and a half. Some shops even inching up now to minus three. So in a very low bet game where the public doesn't really have any say in it yet, or maybe they won't even at all, but it's a low ticket count, yet you're seeing the line move to Old Dominion. So that tells me pros have targeted Old Dominion in this one. Again, pros don't care if it's a Duke-UNC game on ESPN at 7 o'clock or a 4 o'clock George Mason-Old Dominion or a 10 o'clock you know, UC Irvine game. They don't really care about how popular a game is. They just bet if they have an edge. Uh, as, as you always hear, pros bet numbers, uh, not teams. Uh, but Ken Palm does have Old Dominion winning this game. He's got him winning by two. That's why I'm going to go money line. Uh, I just want to say hashtag win the game. Uh, but they're rested. They last played on the 10th of December versus the 17th for George Mason. Again, these college kids, it's not really about the extra rest. It's about the added time in the in the practice gym. Coaches love that those layoffs there. Maybe the players want to have a, a game, uh, but you can get more practice time in. Also home road, 6-0 at home for Old Dominion. Some good home cooking. George Mason, this is just their second road game, and they're 0-1 on the road. And then also taking care of the basketball. Old Dominion uh, is only um, turning the ball over 11 times a game versus 15 times a game for George Mason. So with a very low bet game, obscure line move, uh, Ken Palm's got them winning the game. They're rested, better home versus road, better taking care of the ball. I'm going to go Old Dominion to hashtag win the game at minus 140 on the money line. 
That about does it for today's VEASAN Daily Morning Bets podcast on Wednesday, December 21st. But a reminder, we have so much going on right now in the sports betting world and at VEASAN. Everyone's excited for the holidays. By the way, happy holidays, happy Hanukkah, happy Christmas, or Merry Christmas, I should say. Uh, but we have so much to offer at VEASAN to make your holiday season an even happier one. Uh, and it's happier if you can cash some tickets here. So just make sure you sign up if you haven't done it yet for our newsletter. Get great sports betting info every morning. VEASAN.com slash newsletter straight to your inbox. Uh, you can also, of course, uh, look at our great bet splits here from DraftKings. If you're a data-driven better and you like looking at where the public is and where the sharp money's at, that's VEASAN.com slash splits. Make sure also you follow us on Twitter at VEASAN Live. You can follow me at Josh underscore insights. But I wish you the best of luck. Enjoy the sweats for a big Wednesday. Let's see if we can cash some tickets today. As the wise man of VEASAN likes to say, uh, that's what it's all about. Don't forget to tip your ticket writer and have a great Wednesday, everyone. Good luck. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. What's up, everybody? This is Stephen A. Smith, host of the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast. Tune in every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday at the very least as I bring you all new episodes that feature the biggest headlines in the world of sports, pop culture, business, and I answer your phone calls and respond to your tweets. You'll hear my unfiltered opinions and straight-shooter interviews with top celebrities and game changers. All that and more. So listen to the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast on the iHeartRadio app. Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcast. I'm Saleya Mosin, and I've covered economic policy for years and reported on how it impacts people across the United States. In 2016, I saw how voters were leaning towards Trump and how so many Americans felt misunderstood by Washington. So I started The Big Take D.C. We dig into how money, politics, and power shape government and the consequences for voters— With new episodes every Thursday, you can listen to The Big Take DC on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.